We are Wrestling Elitist. I'm your host, Alex Gibson, alongside the mustacheless Sean Nash and the sleepless Chris Scott Moore. What's going on, boys? Uh, Depressing and hunky. Yeah. yeah. Sean is, uh, I've looked at you multiple times and I'm like, that's that's not my Sean. I, uh, it's this is before you knew me. Yeah, like yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's pre-elitist Sean. Um, we are excited to be back. We had a good time yesterday at the uh, AEW Dynamite show. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But first, let's take care of some business. Uh, we have a link tree, linktree.com slash wrestling elitist, where you can find our website, socials, and merch. Um, the merch, I finally got my stuff handled. So that is coming down. Um, you know what? I'll set a deadline right now. Executive decision, three days. Three days from today. Okay. That's the 11th. So May 14th. If you want to uh, make sure that you are purchasing the merch, otherwise um, we'll have something else. I just don't know when, um, but they might not have a sports bra option. So that's on you Fuck. if you don't get that now. Yeah. Uh, please make sure you're checking out our website for our latest match reviews and articles. Most recently, Sean posted a write-up following his adventures to Lucha Detroit on Cinco de Mayo. He did shots with Jody Threat, uh, saw Zach okay. Gowan as a juggalo. And uh, I believe drank a lot of Fago. Um, Want to thank our friends at Sanctuary Fight Club, the parent promotion of Lucha Detroit, for sharing the article on Twitter. Uh, it seems like it's done thank some you. pretty thank good you. numbies. So uh, Shawnee Clicks is is out and about. Sean, will you let the people know what the uh, show lineup is today? First, we got to tell you guys about our trip downtown. We, we hit LCA. We had a fun time. We'll go into that. The news, our favorite match from the night, the moment, what we didn't like, and then leave you off with what we're looking forward to. And a nice little, maybe a little secret to the people who didn't go to uh, the show last night. Oh, I like that. A tease. Uh, well, we'll start with uh, talking a little bit about uh, the show last night. So we uh, went down to downtown Detroit for the show at LCA. Uh, it's the second AEW show in Detroit. Uh, although, Sean, what number dynamite is this for you? Have you been to four or five now? So we've gone so we've, to three together, right? Yes, you and I have. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and I went one time with a friend of the show, Bird, um, consulted on the, the, the forefront. Ah, yes, our uh, field correspondent. We went right before the, uh, the pandemic hit. So I think I'm at uh, four now. Four, wow. Yeah, likewise. I uh, attended that one in in Dallas. So, True. Uh, Chris, Old you're going to have to travel yeah, and catch up, up to us. Maybe maybe go to London. <laughs> Take the little maybe. guy to oh, London. And, uh, Beat us to a paper. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll make everyone happy um, by taking him on a fucking airplane. That'll be great. <laughs> for eight hours. Yeah. yeah. He'll uh, be fine. Don't worry about it. Well, it was a, it was a good show, and uh, well, at least us, maybe not everybody, uh, which we'll talk about in our cringe. But mm -hmm. uh, we had a really good time. Went to uh, where did we go before the show? Uh, Detroit Shipping Company. Detroit Shipping uh, Company had some drinks, some food, and then uh, made it right uh, right after seven. Got into the, the the arena, and first of all, it was weird because they don't tape dark anymore. So that was I don't know if those were just matches that were only for us that we saw then. Uh, maybe like no offense to Preston Vance, but they did the whole hometown hero thing and he was our hometown hero. Uh, not a great look for us. Back. I was actually, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, although Ethan page is a uh, transplant who came out. So that was good to see him. He got a good pop. Uh, and then obviously we had a really good show. So I guess what were your guys' thoughts? Where does it rank for you amongst the blood and guts show that we went to Chris? I'll start with you. Yeah, I like this show more than Blood and Guts, and I liked it more than the Cleveland show, even though that was a special show because it was the first one. Um, but all change. around, this was a better show, I think, just for the Dynamite portion at Rampage. That's a whole different story. But uh, this was a good Dynamite. I love the Claudio Ray Phoenix match. The main event inside the cage was very good. If you like gratuitous violence, it was amazing. And then the Daniel Garcia Orange Cassidy match was still very strong. And the House of Black match was actually pretty good too so it was a good show um it was quite the pay-per-view level but the atmosphere was fantastic like christian um had one of the all-time great heel reactions for whatever reason he just got oh that God. arena we remember you people don't and, forget what's that people don't forget when you call him a sweat hog we, yeah. <laughs> we give it back to him 
Well, like it doesn't do like one of the problems with A&W, uh, historically <laughs> um, has been that sometimes the just the volume doesn't transfer over to the television like it doesn't capture how loud it is and even as much as fans online would tweet and say like holy shit the crowd is going crazy for christian and going you know giving him huge heel heat it was deafening you could not hear a thing he said so that was a fun atmosphere to be in and i think naturally all the wrestlers enjoy that and they revel in any time a crowd is so in their hands like that. QT Marshall had a huge reaction. Garcia had a mm-hmm. huge reaction. There were a lot of great heel heat uh, moments when you felt like, okay, these are real heat uh, heels. So good show, good atmosphere. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I agree. This was overall probably better just in, in terms of visual sight than uh, blood and guts, just taking out that extra ring. Everything felt so normal. The, the matches went perfectly, maybe except for the Anna J and, uh, Julia Hart match, but everything just felt seamless. Great matches, good content on the, the big screen. Let's have shows like that keep coming to, to Michigan. Yeah, I think I said it last week. I if if we only get one show a year, but it's that quality, I'm completely okay with that. It was, I think, a better show overall getting to see first of all, a show without two rings. It's just so much more distracting when there's two rings and there's only one match that utilizes both rings. And I think too, then the focus while there was still a big match, the focus wasn't just on the cage match, that whole show, like the show was itself, but just without the cage match was still a good show. Um, also kind of cool to see a return that wasn't in the way that AEW typically does it. Would I have loved to have just had a huge pop for Miro where he comes out as a surprise, you know, his music hits type of a thing. Sure. But it was kind of cool to just see it backstage and kind of interesting because we can't really hear, you know, they pipe the uh, the noise in, but the crowd was so loud that you really couldn't hear too much of what was going on when people were talking, especially when Christian was. But even when Renee was doing her thing, uh, I didn't really hear a whole lot. Um, or even yeah. when um, best friend or best amigos were, were talking, they uh, there was a line that I didn't catch. But then later on, I, I saw it on Squared Circle where afterwards somebody, I think she asked uh, Orange Cassidy, like, how are you doing today? And he's like, I'm just tired, Renee. Just tired. She goes, Me too, my friend. Me too. I didn't even catch that when we were watching. So oh, no, yeah. It's like little things like that's that. That's kind of genius. Um, yeah, it's actually really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to then go back and watch it and see it all come together. I thought it was a great show. I would say it was better. I think Blood and Guts was more of like a experience, right? Like I've never seen yeah. a match quite like that. Fair. But I had a really good time, uh, enjoyed it. And I, I, like I said, I liked that the whole show wasn't focused around one thing. It was focused around, it was a two hour full dynamite rather than, um, just trying to get to the blood and guts match. Um, but we'll, uh, we'll talk a little bit about it more. I think we have some, some cringes talking about it, some anticipations, things like that. Uh, and then also that extra piece that Sean talked about. So let's get into our news of the week. Uh, Chris, I'll uh, start with you. You and I had the same one. Yeah, so it came out, um, I think, uh, Wrestling Observer, Fightful somewhere that uh, the rumor going around about the contract for the new TV deal is going to be five years for $1 billion. So that would be obviously 250 a year. Um, or that wouldn't be 250 a year, would it? Is my math 200. off? Two. 200 a year for five years. That's yeah, why you're keeping that. Account. Good Lord. Not, yeah. Keep that in. I'm not editing that's that some, out. That's some dad math. Yeah. Don't edit that. That's just stupidity. You have to save uh, how fucking much of a dimwit I am right now. I'll, I'll teach you one day. <laughs> yeah. We'll sit you and Jack down at the same table. I know. If uh, if we Lord. ever get audited, uh, any mistakes, we'll just we'll point to this. Yeah, make, just uh, Chris actually handles the books. You'd think it was <laughs> yeah. Sean, but it's Chris. Yeah. He Chris is curious long division. <laughs> Okay. Anyways, $200 million, you dicks. Um, so it's a big number. I mean, I was shocked because God, there's so many, uh, all these streaming companies are going so far in the red and like you hear all the stories about how they're dead and da, 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 but that could have just been Hollywood accounting and they could be flush with money too. So you never know. And, and especially with like some of the big deals that came out with like the big 10, um, and the big 12, even like, I wasn't shocked that it was a big deal. 
Um, we'll see what it actually does turn out to be. But this basically secures AEW's existence for quite a while. It changes the landscape if they include pay-per-views uh, within that deal. Um, I think the controversial part of it can or would AEW fall in the trap that WWE did for so long where we have a lot of money. It doesn't fucking matter how shitty the product is. It yeah. helps that Tony's actually a fan, but that is one of the things that they're going to run into is like, do you need to fight so hard and go upstream when everything is guaranteed for the next five years when you're getting 200 or 250 million each year? You, we, I mean, we don't know what the math is going to be. <laughs> yeah who could possibly get it but uh i know i, I i'm <laughs> i'm fairly confident that because of the fact that their their model has been up until now to even have the weekly television show have great matches and everything like that and be focused on the entering product i'm not too concerned about it though i'm sure i mean i mean i do feel a little bit like double or nothing's a little bit mailed in this year uh, and there's really no reason to be but it'll be interesting to see what the announcement is next next week to see how on the on the money uh, you know the uh, dirt sheets are and see if they're correct in the fact that it's a billion dollars. Um, I think that you're gonna, you know, you obviously just have a uh, a great headline there as a company, right? Hopefully that'll shed some positive light on them as we move into summer. Um, I think we've seen some stuff happening. You know, with this week's show, uh, it was actually a slightly better, I think, ratings-wise this year than last year at this time. So um, it'll be a uh, it'll be a good a good check into you know really what their what the splash is, I guess, because they are still looked at. I think every article I see is WWE alternative, and let's see if they can kind of start to become not have WWE mentioned every time that they have a press release. I think that that's mm-hmm. a big thing. I think to look forward over the next few years. It just gives them longevity, like for like living through WCW too. Like you never knew when that thing was going to go under because of the contempt that TBS and the conglomerate had for wrestling in general. And then, you know, a lot of just like ECW too. You never knew when that was going to go under. So um, it's rare that, like with WWE, you you know a company is going to exist for a long period of time. So it's kind of cool just to know that there is going to be an alternative. There is going to be another option. Um, I don't know what this is going to do to the independent wrestling movement. Um, maybe that's another thing. Like that, I don't know if somehow that cannibalizes it somehow in a weird way or whatever. But um, it'll be interesting, and we'll see how it plays out. But good news for AEW. It shouldn't be something that people are like. Well, they're still going to go under like it should finally like put some of that bullshit to rest. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure with the indie scene, this will totally kill out all the this top AEW stars from ever going out. There's already been like the the cut on that pretty well, but there's some have still trickled out. There will probably be none of that if there's going to be a giant contract and huge a five year commitment to it, all that. We'll see, but looking forward to it. My news was huge. Returns, one huge, one not so huge. Return of AEW stars last night. Miro coming back, as we mentioned earlier. Awesome. Who knows what happened in Tony's office. Hopefully just choked him out and told him, put me back on TV. And (laughs) I won't tell anyone what Chris is doing on camera here. But um, Thunder Rosa also came back. Uh, Couldn't hear what she was saying, just like how we had the problem with everyone else. But I can only imagine she's coming back for... The title she had, uh, maybe a match with Jamie Hayter, a full face Jamie Hayter versus a heel Thunder Rosa could be cool. Um, just good to see some people come back and uh, especially Miro, just get that roster really filled out and really put him into a, a strong place. Yeah, I was pumped to see Miro. I think everybody could recognize those calves from a mile away before they showed him, but it was a, uh, a great welcome surprise. And I think timely, you know, everybody's talking about punk coming back, but there are other people that we have not seen for a while. Um, you know, even in my anticipation, it's about that. I'll just kind of say it. It's Andrade's the easy next choice of, is he coming back soon? I know he had surgery and, um, he's been recovering. So there's a good chance to see him back soon. Um, Thunder Rosa, it's just so weird because I felt like I, and granted, I barely watched that uh, reality show that they had. 
but it felt like everything was about burying her and how awful she is. So it'll be interesting to see how they reintegrate her into the show and everything like that, where they just kind of made her seem like somebody that nobody wants to work with. And I, I do think that people already had that opinion of her. So even though I know most wrestling fans know that wrestling's fake, I wonder if they'll even give her a chance because they're going to just think that she is this awful person. So that'll be an interesting piece yeah. to it. I I was uh, hoping we would see somebody walk in with like a Pepsi or something like that. Or like you just like see a tattooed hand walking into the Tony's office. Don't actually show punk anything like a that. Box something of Ma- where... Molly's bakery. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or just like somebody like pull, pushing a uh, ice cream cart. Or do you see Bobby Fish going into an empty room and Tony's not there? <laughs> I would actually have We love that. you, Bobby Fish. Do we? Uh, <laughs> let's move on to our we don't. let's move on to our match of the week. Our match of the week. Chris, what was your favorite match last night? Or oh, Claudio like, versus Ray Phoenix. Night. That was a dandy of a match. Uh just it's amazing how strong he is. I think that's something Sean and I were just talking back and forth to each other. Like he just doesn't look like he's the strongest person in the history of mankind, but Jesus Christ, he just threw Ray Phoenix around like that one toss into the crowd. It was awesome first because it like woke up those uh, old farts, the the local local security guards that were just completely like not wanting to fucking be there and just totally not paying attention and shocked to one old shot up. Um, but he just tossed them and they had so many great reversals. Um, there's a believability, um, you know, people will poke holes in uh, guys that do high spots. But what made this match great is like Claudio would go for things that were physically impossible. And it had a legitimate reason for, him to not be able to kick out or to actually pull it off. And then Ray Phoenix could like do some sort of reversal. And it looked like a natural way to um, work in missing something. And it made it seem authentic and real. Uh, and he's just Claudio's fucking great. Like he's had such a fantastic run and that's why he's in AEW. He can just have these great matches on TV um, where everyone looks good. And I'm, I'm still hoping for a Ray Phoenix single run though. Like the guy is so underrated. I think he's one of the most underrated wrestlers they've had in the history of the roster. Um, and I wish Everyone he had some, yeah, just had some individual shine, but goddamn, what a match. Yeah. That was my match too. The, like you were saying, just uh, Claudio's strength and Phoenix's maneuver maneuverability and everything that he can do just worked so seamlessly that, when he caught him in the overhead press with the, at the tope, the third one, fantastic. Did another overhead press later, and when he threw him with the security guards, loved it. Um, just there was so much believability to it, like you said, and and those two really put it on. And to be the first match to be so hot for like twenty minutes was was a great way to start the show. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of the old the old ways of MMA, where it was always like jiu-jitsu versus taekwondo and things like that where but this was strength versus speed like it was just two completely different styles and but they completely matched it was really cool to see them yeah. both shine you guys already talked about it the overhead presses that he was doing the uh when ray phoenix stole the commander's gimmick and tight roped the the railing the car uh, rail, that yeah. was great Ugh. uh seeing seeing uh claudio just throw him just and just with no regard, uh, it was funny Jeez. to me that he was trying to do that walk up the stairs, never worked out. And I thought I figured that they were going to come back to it later because they were over by the stairs again. But you know what? I thought it, it still looked great. It's like you said, he is one of those guys. Uh, he's just deceptively strong. Uh, and I, I remember they used to always say in WWE that he was like pound for pound, the strongest guy on the roster. And yeah, uh, he's somebody who if you follow him on Instagram, it just makes you feel like you're not doing enough which I already feel that way about my uh, my gym habits. But uh, watching him just lift the way he does, he's absolutely insane. And um, that was a really good match. My match of the week, though, was the main event. It was Mox defeating Kenny. I just felt like they really delivered. You know, we talked about last week, favorite, favorite uh, cage matches. Does this fall into my favorite cage match discussion? No, but it was very good for a televised cage match. Uh, I was proud of myself for calling the uh, through the cage spot to Sean just before it happened. 
uh, right before it happened. Watching watching Mox struggle with that turnbuckle, I was like, "Why is he so hellbent oh on God. doing this fish hook gimmick?" That was why. That's a great uh, Absolutely, uh, just a brutal match. I, their love of barbed wire between those two, uh, they just they go together, and Ugh. it was an absolutely uh, brutal match. It felt like it went by pretty quick. And uh, then there was the betrayal uh, by that coward Don Callis. So I just thought it was great for the story. Uh, I like that they kind of immediately got rid of everybody on the side other than Callis. So they did the stuff early on before the cage, this match even started before they get in the cage, just to give you a reason why the bucks aren't coming out. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I I just thought that they did a really good job and, and, and appreciate that they give thought to that. And also appreciate once again that it doesn't matter if you escape the cage in AEW. Uh, the fish yeah. hook was brutal as fuck. What a what an idea! Sick and twisted, um, and then swerving us all with the the bag attacks, and it actually turning out to be to glass. Just it made sense for Moxley, and it it fit him so perfectly. The the swerve at the end was crazy, and definitely a good fun steel cage match for a, a main event. It's crazy that that was on television just with how barbaric it was. Yeah. Um, that suplex yeah. on the barbed wire chair. I mean, you could saw his back like it just, you know, th- there, there wasn't anything oh. where, oh, you know, that was fake or that was stage barbed wire, which Did doesn't make it any Instagram? better. I mean, it just looks whatever. But no, um, Alex, I sent it to you. Um, Renee yes, I saw that. Um, Moxley just taking care of their child with his back, just looking like a scarred up acne ridden, oh. just holes yeah everywhere. he looks like a he looks like a teenager's face on the back right now it is just <laughs> uh, disgusting it's just such a weird world to think like that's like how you unwind at your job like for us it's like answering emails before you log off for the day and him it's like yeah getting thumbtacks out and like causing up my fucking back and spine <laughs> going to the extreme <laughs> it's funny that it feels like most people they go to wwe and they're like thank god i no longer have to do that crazy deathmatch shit that i used to do and not even make money doing it now i can make real money and be safer and it feels like he left wwe because he wasn't feeling fulfilled because he was not doing that stuff yeah oh yeah the guy, doesn't, the guy doesn't need to work another indie a day in his life and he goes out of his way to work things like that and then obviously he gets his fill also at AEW, but it's almost it's not enough for him like it's just absolutely crazy i i just think about myself like in the times where i was like man i wish i was a pro wrestler and then i think like i i'm not built for this that's no, the, fuck I, no. I couldn't i wouldn't I'd jump cry. off of a stepladder and these guys no. are just doing some insane shit. Like, well, uh, how, let's how move on. bad oh. I hurt my foot last night when I was like, uh, when I tripped on that same thing <laughs> oh, that you yeah. tripped on. Like, <laughs> I was my I, like, my foot hurt so bad coming back, and I was like, yeah, you know what? That had nothing to do with barbed wire, broken glass, taking a bump off the top of the cage. Like, I'm just like, I'm no. way too much of a pussy to be a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> uh brandon who you met yesterday he always says if he was a wrestler he would he would for sure be a comedy wrestler he'd go the yano route and that is that is the way although orange cassidy tried that and now all of a sudden he's (laughs) he's featured in huge matches so it doesn't always work the way you plan uh moving on to our moment of the week i mean we're basically just going to keep talking about that cage match uh chris what was yours yeah mine was the v trigger through the cage i mean i thought that was an incredible spot um i've I've watched a couple of clips of it on like twitter and stuff and just jesus louisa's like kenny he almost like ripped his sack like not to get you know gross but like he got close there um not only that but then just his knee looked like it was legitimately injured um i don't think it was right but like it looked like it was brutal like, that was there. not an easy landing. That was um, that didn't look like a very WWE like bump where it's like, oh, God, that's so phony. Or or even the blood and gut stuff last year where they had Sammy's landing pad. Um, yeah. This just looked very, very, very brutal. And even like the way the cage slapped and kind of 
whiplash. Like it was just an insane spot. And I love the V trigger as a finisher anyways, or just as a special move. I love how Kenny throws that. I think he's the yes. best at throwing knees in wrestling. And you need someone like Moxley who doesn't give a fuck to take it. That take makes it, that yeah. move so much better. If someone's like, yeah, just fucking come hit me with it. Like, I just love, I mean, it's probably really bad for their mental health long term, but it's like really awesome for fans to watch it. Selfish asshole wrestling fans like us. It's awesome. Yeah, I, um, I, I love the V trigger when he hits it good. It's there's nothing Ugh. more brutal in wrestling. Nope. And, um, yeah, I, I mean, even if that ma- even if that spot went exactly as planned, it still would have looked brutal. I think a lot of times in wrestling, especially now, because we see so much happening, even on the indies, crazy stuff. There's things where it's like, that was kind of cool, but I'm not sure that the risk was worth the reward. Or like, I'm not sure that that plays on television, that it's going to like showcase how brutal it was. I watched that uh, earlier today. I, I watched most of that match again. And that place like that it looks brutal on tv it is it it was a good spot and then you add in the fact that he actually legitimately it went wrong right and i was nervous luckily i this is another thing that you don't notice when you're there in person but uh on tv you could see the doctor comes to him once he gets off of the cage and you could see kenny just say i'm okay i'm okay when you know when we're there in person i was for sure like he tore something we just we're we're not going to see kenny again for another year now um one of the first ladies was with us and she was asking if it was legit and i was like you know what typically i feel like i know the answer but here i do not know and uh it was i was i was nervous because i want singles kenny back so badly and Mm -hmm. you know we're finally getting it and then and then you lose it you you don't know what you got till it's gone sometimes um but glad to see that he seems to be okay uh, that was just a brutal, brutal spot. And uh, I think, you know, not not to be like a oh, comparing everything to WWE. I think that was cooler than the the uh, original uh, Bobby Lashley Umaga one. I, I like that spot. Yeah. 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 No. Oh, yeah. That was cool. Um, I haven't got a chance to go back and watch it, but I've, I've wanted to just because it's such a different view from where we sit and actually getting the camera in the ring. But that looked brutal. The, the position of that horizontal bar just made no sense into how safe that could be but god there's no way you could have landed that safely whether you're going to fly out of the ring and onto the the steel cage yeah i don't outside. the end game i don't know didn't what the best safe. case scenario was yeah right <laughs> yeah but i mean you hate that man and you gotta send him to hell so do it that way yeah my moment came shortly after that we thought kenny had the win uh and then that son of a bitch don Callis. what a turn I think we've talked about it, it happening soon, or maybe it was just in, in private, but uh, it shocked me. It, even if we knew about it happening, just seeing it right in front of our face was total betrayal, and he's truly a piece of shit. That uh, that man is your, your like nephew or godchild, and, and you, you, you throw your back on him. Just so sad to see, but looking forward to what's going to happen with a Don Callis in the, the Blackpool Combat Club. What's this going to mean? Where's uh, Takeshita going to shake out? And where where's uh, Kenny's golden lover? Could he possibly be somewhere to, to give a holler? Yeah, I did see his, uh, his promo after where he said, who can I trust if I can't trust my friends and my family or the Bucks? Which was weird that he said about Ooh. the Bucks because they were literally holding him up right there when he said that. But I would think of one man that he could. Um, that was that was wild to see him turn. I didn't see it coming. Uh, it was a very callous move by Don to, nice. Uh, nice. to do that. So he's a pro. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm, I'm a broadcaster. I'm by laughing heart. like a jackal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should have saw with those fucking shoes he was wearing, though. Those no no baby face wears those those fucking that's pure heat. Yeah, the Chris Jericho secondhand store. Yeah. Yeah, those two definitely share a wardrobe. Uh, Chris, did you have any (laughs) thoughts to add to that? No, it was great. I liked it. I don't know. I liked it. No, it was good. It was a great heel turn, and uh, we saw it coming to a little bit. I mean, you know, something was happening with that weird uh, fake out of Hangman that one time. So, uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see where the story plays out. Uh, one of the weird uh, conspiracy theory type things I heard was maybe that he's bringing United Empire in 
and that it's really not oh. like he's joining Blackpool Combat Club. He's bringing in Osprey and, you know, I mean, who knows? Can Maybe that's a thing. Yeah. Um, oh. But I did love um, uh, Danielson's sell job of it. Like it, at the commentary booth, oh, just yeah. his, like you, you would see great. his face and just his sneering and like cracking up, surprise, not surprised look was awesome. I mean, just classic, um, understated look that was like, God, I fucking just hit. It was awesome. His facial expressions the entire match, every time they'd cut to him, were amazing. He just, it he is. was just, it was pure joy. As and it, they would cut to him like every time there was something violent happening, like. It was yeah. when the glass yeah. comes out, they cut to him and he just looks like a kid on Christmas. It was perfect. <laughs> I, I, I'm loving this, uh, this iteration of Danielson. It's been so good. It's been so enjoyable since his like official, I guess, like turn. It wasn't even really a turn because he never was not with the Blackpool Combat Club, but you yeah, weren't he was sure never where, not a where heel he stood. Kind of too, though. Yeah. Yeah. But like now that he's like fully embraced it, I, I love this group now they kind of feel like what you thought they could be when they first formed. So it's, it's been, it's been very good there. Uh, My moment of the week, very simple. I don't need to spend time on it because we already talked about it. Just seeing Miro again, very excited to have him back. Uh, Excited about the idea of, you know, him getting to shine again uh, as, as they now have two shows uh, a week that they're actually booking rather. I mean, rampage, they have it, but I said it to you boys last night watching live rampage after dynamite reminded me exactly why i rarely tune in so it'd be good to have i wanted a reason to watch oh go ahead i was gonna i was gonna say um maybe later maybe earlier not watching rampage on the weekly basis uh on tv watching it live i still realized next next year i'm i'm leaving before rampage finishes there's nothing really there keeping me to to watch rampage well, it's yeah, amazing it's that they long. don't just put it before and have that be do it before. Like yeah. you don't have a storyline anyways. Like I like I get there's the inserts of like, all right, well, I'm going to fight you on this Friday or whatever the fuck. But you can just hit film those earlier in the day and play them for the live audience. And we just whatever. Like you don't have to. Who gives a shit? You don't have to do um, uh, tape it after the show because it's just there's no energy left. Like that last match was uh, action and dready versus uh Aussie Open uh Ziggy Zaggy Ziggy no, Zaggy 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 Swerve. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do love Swerve. I was, I was to say it was, but that was, yeah, that it just feels like Rampage is all the guys that I'm like, man, they should not be getting extended. Other than Swerve, I will say, like, Swerve and Keith Lee both made an appearance, spoiler alert. But uh, other You're than that, like, it. it's a, no. it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of zeros. It's a lot of people who have, uh, they're not adding to the show really. And, um, Speaking of uh, well, us being I mean, negative. I mean, Grim, I don't think there's oh, zeros per oh, se, but it's oh, just guys that they just have forgotten about or they don't have a plan for. And they just kind of like, OK, well, just be here. You, and like, no, you can focus on them and do something with the show because you have so many people on the roster. But uh, whatever. You're a nicer man than I. Yeah, I was yes, being very generous. Chris believes in the <laughs> believes in the benefit of the doubt. Uh, but speaking of us being negative. Uh, cringe of the week. Um, I'm just going to touch on mine quick because we've already talked about it. It was just simply Kenny almost losing his hamstring in that V trigger. That it, so when I say cringe, uh, it's literally it made me cringe because I was worried about him. Um, but still a great spot. Chris, what was yours? Uh, at Cody Rhodes, he just never, he just never, never doesn't stop. You know, he just always brings the funny. And uh, this week he had the yuck yucks when he did the why I gotta walk. just uh, man he just always has there's always something with cody he just he just can't uh yeah like can't get out of this such a funny moment um god i don't know i just i was dying laughing and i was so glad that people on twitter were like 
posting, you know, animated pictures of 1940s cartoon cats and like all sorts of shit <laughs> like your Popeye and stuff. Like it just God almighty this dude. Um, the conspiracy theorist in me is like, I wonder if it's like, yeah, that's why they didn't put the belt on him. Like they just, there's, they're just around him enough to go like, there's going to be something weird every time. There's just a bad smell on you and people yeah, like, can't shake it. I doubt that's it. I think they really do want to do the prolonged thing and have them whatever. But boy, oh boy, that was just a funny ass fucking spot. Uh, and then cringe kind of like on the gross side though, just real quick, but the whole Brock Lesnar, um, getting color hard way i mean jesus christ you just voluntarily ran like ram your head into the turn books and just like yeah i'll get color my own way like Staples god down. almighty dude he is he is a monster he is a, a dumb monster the, the things he's probably yeah, done yeah. to himself um my cringe some lady behind us did not not enjoy any of the uh, the talent that we got uh, totally unfortunate because AEW's been here twice now, and she had she was screaming complaints. Dropping. This was a great eight. This was a great show. Dropping I mean, we had yeah. Steel Cage, we had Blood and Guts here, JAS, we had um, Eddie Kingston. Um, the only person I could think that she truly is talking about is MJF. I don't think we've seen MJF here, but I mean, we got the Young Bucks last year. We got Jade Cargill, Danhausen, and FTR tagged Luchasaurus, Orange Cassidy twice now. What can't you be happy about? We've had great shows here, and you're you're up in the the one hundreds in the the VIP section, and you're you're complaining, honey. It's going to be a long, long life for you. Yeah. Um, look, I'm I'm aware that I'm fortunate and where I'm at in life and everything like that, but I feel like we didn't spend the kind of money on our seats for somebody to be like. She she was like, I've spent so much money on this company and I never get who, and it's like, you've been to two, if you've been to two shows and sat in the same spot, it's like less than 200 bucks for those two, for those seats, for those, for both yeah, those. Yeah, seats. So, so, and within a year in there, it's a year apart. So once again, I get it. People have, um, you know, different, they're, they're in different places. Right. So I understand that, but it was just like, I would have understood that argument a little bit more if you're like, I bought front row because I wanted to see MJF and then I didn't see him even though he's champion or something like that. Like then I'd be like, okay, well, yeah, because I'm only going to buy front row for a, a wrestling show one time in my life probably. And that's it. it you know what I mean? I want to experience it. Uh, front of the show, Brandon does it. He sits in the same seats almost every time, uh, which cringe for him. He said that uh, the two two guys behind him were fighting over a woman at one point and like had to get like separated. Uh, so what? really, oh, <laughs> yeah, the woman was I'm at gonna, the show. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I'll get the full story from him. I'll bring, I'll bring the story to us okay. next week. But Holy shit, uh, there's yeah, three girls was... in the show, three girls in the audience. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, one of the, one of the first ladies, well, no, there was a fourth. In. There, there was one that we shot and I, <laughs> Uh, we're making some jokes at someone's expense. Oh. We'll be nice. Okay. You don't have to be yeah, cringy. Well, sorry. <laughs> we'll be nice. I didn't sorry hear it, it, so I uh, I am not a part of that. Um, I was going to say, <laughs> the first lady was saying that uh, one of her favorite parts of going to wrestling shows with us is no lines in the bathroom. So uh, she, was, she was pumped about that. <laughs> but back to um, that woman. I was just, it's just so weird. Like, like we said at the top of the show, great shows the two that we've had i understand like if i didn't get to see max caster yesterday i would have been bummed but i wouldn't be like fuck this company they screwed me out of my money uh also shout out to max if you are if you sh- he's worth watching rampage tomorrow uh for his freestyle oh, that he yes. did his freestyle wonderful, was great. wonderful rap about the butcher and the blade and uh the kip sabian so definitely Hello, check Rich. that out but that that woman was just, it was uncomfortable. I felt like, I felt like I was, uh, watching one of my friends get yelled at by their parents and you're like, okay, I guess I got to go home now. <laughs> that was how I felt just being there while that lady was going about that. If you're a listener, I'm sorry. I'm on your side. Chris, did you have anything to add? I was going to say, man. So having the first lady there, I mean, were you jealous with all those eligible bachelors running around? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> the guy that, that was so right much. next to us that looked exactly. Ooh. He looked exactly like Chris Gaines, the Garth Brooks. Uh, yeah, uh, <sighs> ego. That was. I couldn't get over that. I I wanted to just start singing it. Uh, uh, oh yeah, we're, we're uh, shitting on the crowd, but I will say this though: like, it was a good crowd. There wasn't an embarrassing moment, you know, beyond no, that one fan, no. and well, there's a couple of fan issues here and there, but there wasn't anything that was like, okay, we embarrassed ourselves to the point where it's like, hey, you yeah, know, we don't deserve a, a fucking show. Yeah, there yeah. wasn't, or just yeah. something they're trying to be cute and silly or something like that. Then just or dickheads in the front row. Everything a man seems- dressed up, a man dressed up in a a former legends. Uh, gear holding up a different sign for every single match that was just uh, kind of in their face. Oh, yeah, true. we but see him at shows. Then he got his hat stolen. Yeah. Well, yeah. If only they took we it see to that guy at shows everywhere. Yeah. And yeah, JB will take a shit at every single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> if Randy Orton was there, he would. Um, <laughs> moving on to our anticipation. Once again, I already said my anticipation earlier at the top, so it's just will Andrade be the next person to return? I uh, I think that he's been pretty wasted. I think Roosh has done a great job of filling the spot that kind of yeah, was he's done great. Andrade. Mm-hmm. Um, but Andrade, there's something about him. I loved like his idea of like almost being like a mafia boss. That was kind of how he seemed. Uh, other than the fact that he just only hung around losers, I didn't love that. But and I would love to see Andrade, Roosh, and maybe a shirtless. Uh, who's the one guy that? Uh, who's the guy who loves Jose. to pop his top off all the time? Jose, maybe they could be a trio tag team or something. Um, excited to see what other names are going to return. Cause I think there are a few people or maybe even a few debuts like Will Ospreay, uh, some others that could kind of take over and, and help fill collision and make it seem like uh, both shows are completely stacked. Uh, but Chris, what is your anticipation? I think we're going to get Koto Ibushi. I mean, he's made some quotes online and his, um, eccentric way uh that would indicate that he may be coming to aew uh i hope that's the case i'd love to see him have a run there i think you know kenny and him supposedly were supposed to have that match at madison square garden um that was supposed to be like they were gonna have a match there and that didn't happen because of i forget what the scuttlebutt was or injuries or what have you but i know they supposedly left a lot in the tank um and didn't go all out in that G one match. That was like fucking insane and incredible that they had. So I think they do want to have like a program together. And uh, so, yeah, I'm excited to see him. I mean, I think he's one of the best wrestlers ever and he's so genuinely strange and just an odd persona. So I want him to be on TV and on Twitter just because he's so unpredictable and just one of a kind. Yeah. Mine pretty similar. Looking forward to, Kota Busha coming, hopefully evening out the odds for the elite and seeing just what Don Callis does with this Blackpool Combat Club involvement now. It's just going to be quite interesting. And if you get Kota Ibushi back, that's going to be hot. Could yeah. you imagine FTR versus Golden Lovers? Like oh, that could be the greatest tag team oh. match ever. Like without, like, without a nice. doubt, like that would be, I mean, I, I love that match that the Bucks had with, uh, hang on, oh, yeah. but Jesus oh. Christ, like that could actually top that, which I, I think would be untoppable. But you never know. Or even, yeah, it's even Bucks versus Bucks versus Golden Lovers, right? Wasn't that oh. in New Japan? Yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. one of their Cal, one of their LA or California their shows. California, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The one thing too, if if we do see Ibushi here, um, to me that does signal that Kenny has fully resigned. I know that they could they yes. obviously signed elsewhere at different times before, but I think that those two being at where they're at in their their career, you know, I think they're probably both approaching 40 if not already there. You've got to assume that they want to tie, you know, tie a bow on the kind of like their whole, you know, intertwining of their relationship um, you know, as enemies, as friends. And so I would think that they will end up in the same place. And I think that AEW is a place that can handle that. Quick interjection. You know, I think that's one of the downsides of AEW getting that deal. I mean, it's a good thing that they're going to get all that money. Don't get me wrong. But I think one of the yeah. bad things that could happen from it is guys getting these five-year deals and there's no movement between companies anymore. Um, 
the war on talent is going to escalate and they're going to need to lock people down. And I think that could be a problem if it's like the rosters get stale and it turns into like what new Japan looks like, where it's like, ah, it's the same fucking eight guys every goddamn year in the G one. That's going to be in the finals or whatever, you know? So that's the one thing that could be kind of a bummer, but I also like them getting their money. Don't get me wrong, but just from a aesthetics uh, standpoint, it's like, I could get redundant. Yeah, and then you'll just have five years of MJF saying that he's going to WWE in 2031 or whatever. Yeah, oh, 2031. <laughs> Let's keep that story going. Additional anticipation, the schedule is official. Week 11, Chris. We are hitting the concrete jungle, hitting Ford Field. Let's go Lions, baby. Nice. What's the date for that? It's the Sunday before Thanksgiving, so like... Oh, okay. Yeah. 19th or 20th, probably. Okay. Yeah, that'll work. It's exciting because Sean's a big Lions fan, as you all know. Uh, They have the first game against the Chiefs. So if you guys win that game, you'll probably like get this is my my weird NFL tinfoil conspiracy theory kind of thing. But if you guys win that game, you'll get calls that'll go your way finally. For how many years have the lines and like just fans been like, well, they always call things against us, and like that was a yeah. hold. And da, da, da. like speaking as an Ohio State fan, where we fucking won a national championship on a bullshit call, and we get like every like flag that goes to our benefit. Like it's the best thing in the world, and I hope you get to experience the joy of getting bullshit calls that go your way. It's so much fucking fun. <laughs> I'll probably have a heart attack and die yeah. in the seat. It's so much fun every time where you legitimately fucked up and didn't get a first down and you got one or uh, there was a defensive uh, pass interference suddenly when, you know, you thought all hope was lost and you just win. (laughs) It'll be a good season. We both have uh, teams to look forward to in the NFC North. We're going to be the people to take over. Yes, we do. That'll be an interesting, uh, it'll be an interesting matchup. And I believe... Chris, don't you have like a, you probably have a funeral or something that day. You always have family things going on uh, whenever well, someone sure tries to plan I'll something. Have... You're sure it's not Amy's birthday? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I did like in my head, like, ah, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. We know it's not Jack's birthday. Well, uh, well that's quick thing. <sighs> well, you know, um, there's, there's one other thing to look forward to. And that's the, that's our extra piece here. So, Tony Khan came out and was as uncomfortable and awkward as ever. We love you, Tony, um, but you're not great in front of a mic. And so the fans at one point, actually both times he came out, chanted pay-per-view, and he just smiled, shook his fist, and said, that's not unrealistic, or that's that's not that crazy. I, at one point, he's like, I acknowledge what you're saying, and it, yeah. it'll happen sometime. So it makes me feel like maybe revolution. I don't know. I, like the awkwardness of it, it felt like he had something he wanted to share. But he's like, I, I feel like he was putting it off. I know no, we're not it getting felt like here. he couldn't tell someone no. That's yeah. what it felt like. like. Oh yeah, you're not uh, invited felt, to my birthday. See, I I took it as like you know when you're when you've got friends who like they, uh, so like I used to I used to live with uh, two guys and one of them was getting engaged and every single time they were go- he was going on a trip with his now wife, she would be like, Alex, do I need to get my nails done? And I'd say no every time. But then the time that she asked me and I knew that he was proposing, I, you know, I probably gave it away looking back at it because I didn't know how to answer it. And <laughs> you that's probably it gave it away. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Stuttered so yeah. I was like, I, I don't know. He doesn't even like you. Yeah. Like he fucking hates you. Or, you know what I mean? Like I just try to. <laughs> He's fucking your sister. I think I will. Oh, no. How about this? I will wager you a. Ooh, here we go. Both. I will wager you both. That by the end of 2024, oh man! So basically, next year <laughs> we get a pay per view here in Detroit. Um, okay. Chris, I'll buy you a 12 pack of non alcoholic Corona lights or whatever your yeah, whatever your uh, drug of choice is when it comes to alcohol. Uh, Sean, I will. Um, Mm-hmm. I'll offer you the same deal, a 12 pack of whatever you want or uh, any other accoutrements that you, that you may uh, be interested in. <laughs> oh, that's we what go. we should do. You have to, you have to bong a steel reserve. 
you know, we, we used to do bets back in college of, uh, if you lost the bet, you'd have to do, uh, you'd have to beer bong a, um, Mike's hard lemonade. And that is brutal. Putting that much it's, sugar in your stomach yeah. all at once. Yeah. That's, so that's maybe I did that for my that's for, for my twenty first birthday party or not party it was just me and my <laughs> roommate just getting shit faced. But uh, I had a you're six just gonna pack say of it was just, what's that? I thought you were just gonna say it was just me in my room. Oh. <laughs> like you're just alone <laughs> essentially. Um, but no, I had uh, before like what the fuck like the seltzers were a thing. It was uh, what they call what the hell do they call them back oh, then? Zima? Wine ciders. No, that's spritzer like um, wine coolers. Sorry. Just God, dad, oh, yeah, dad yeah. brain, but wine coolers. And I had like a six pack of like grape, you know, spritzer. Blah, 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 blah. And I had like on the fifth one, I was like, fuck, there's no way I could continue drinking anymore. These are just we, so toxic. To sick. Sick. We, we made my we made my roommate in college on his 21st birthday down for Jamaican me happies which were like the Seagram's Ugh. wine cooler type things. Yeah, and he no. threw up. Yeah, he yeah. couldn't handle it. So yeah, let's figure out what the bet is. I, it gave me hope. I actually felt like it was somebody who had something to share, but couldn't share it. I think, I think, I mean, we see it. The fact that we, that they do LCA when they come to Detroit, they're not doing a small seven to 10,000 seat stadium or arena. Um, they give us a big show. Well, a big show. Uh, I think that uh, I think there's a good good chance that we uh, we see it, or there's at least one that's announced by the end of next year. So, uh, clip this and remember it. So, I look forward to having a nice cool to, beverage. Uh, Sean, you stepped on my segue. I was I'm gonna sorry. say, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it uh, if you want. I no, I don't even remember what I was gonna say. But uh, please make sure that you're. Uh, checking in to our website, wrestlingleaders.com, for our latest match reviews and articles. Uh, once again, Sean went to Cinco de Mayo, uh, Lucha Detroit on Cinco de Mayo, uh, got to do some shots with some talent, uh, was able to uh, see some some fan favorites, Mil Muertes. You've seen a lot of Lucha Underground talent the last few days. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, make sure you're checking that out. Uh, we'll continue to have some more stuff. Chris, I believe has a write up. I, uh, I saw him taking notes yesterday during, during the show. So I think something will be coming out in the next couple of days, uh, as a little bit of a retrospective on last night. Um, I did forget to say the first lady, she ranked this, uh, 8.7 out of 10 as an, as an experience. I don't know how that scale works, but that was her answer. And then I asked her what was SmackDown. She gave it a six. So, Ooh, you know she's a she's a, she's a fellow smark, so yeah, um, yeah. damn. It was a it was a good time there. Please make sure you uh, share our socials, rate us five stars on uh, Apple, Spotify. I don't know Pandora. I don't I, I don't think we're on Pandora still. Uh, <laughs> recruit, take us home. Hit the music.